Hello, Pope Francis Generation listeners. Welcome to the fourth day of our St. Joseph Novena, where we're walking through Pope Francis's apostolic letter about St. Joseph, Patris Corde. This fourth section of Francis's letter is called An Obedient Father. The Pope says, as, as he had done with Mary, God revealed his saving plan to Joseph. He did so by using dreams, which in the Bible and among all ancient peoples, were considered a way for him to make his will known. Joseph was deeply troubled by Mary's mysterious pregnancy. He did not want to expose her to public disgrace, so he decided to dismiss her quietly. In the first dream, an angel helps him resolve his grave dilemma. Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Joseph's response was immediate. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. Obedience made it possible for him to surmount his difficulties and spare Mary. In the second dream, the angel tells Joseph, Get up, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Joseph did not hesitate to obey. Regardless of the hardship involved, he got up, took the child and his mother by night, and went to Egypt, and remained there until the death of Herod. In Egypt, Joseph awaited with patient trust. The, Lord, the angels noticed that he could safely return home. In a third dream, the angel told him that those who sought to kill the child were dead, and ordered Joseph to rise, take the child and his mother, and return to the land of Israel. Once again, Joseph promptly obeyed. He got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. During the return journey, when Joseph heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. After being warned in a dream, now for the fourth time, he went away to the district of Galilee. There Joseph made his home in the town called Nazareth. The evangelist Luke, for his part, tells us that Joseph undertook the long and difficult journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem to be registered in his family's town of origin in the census of the emperor Caesar Augustus. There Jesus was born, and his birth, like that of every other child, was recorded in the registry of the empire. St. Luke is especially concerned to tell us that Jesus' parents observed all the prescriptions of the law, the rites of the circumcision of Jesus, the pur purification of Mary after childbirth, and the offering of the firstborn to God. In every situation, Joseph declared his own fiat, like those of Mary at the Annunciation and Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. In his role as the head of the family, Joseph taught Jesus to be obedient to his parents in accordance with God's command. During the hidden years in Nazareth, Jesus learned at the school of Joseph to do the will of the Father. That will was to be his daily food. Even at the most difficult moment of his life in Gethsemane, Jesus chose to do the Father's will rather than his own, becoming obedient unto death, even death on a cross. The author of the letter to the Hebrews thus concludes that Jesus learned obedience through what he suffered. All of this, is, all of this makes it clear that St. Joseph was called by God to serve the person and mission of Jesus directly through the exercise of his fatherhood, and that in this way, Joseph cooperated in the fullness of time in the great mystery of salvation, and is truly a minister of salvation. The line that 
that, that stood out to me in this section uh, is where Francis says, in every situation, Joseph declared his own fiat, like those of Mary at the Annunciation and Jesus in the garden. Uh, the theme that I took from this section was that every time Joseph said yes to God, every time he chose to love and serve his wife and his son, he was practicing obedience. Obedience is one of the three evangelical councils. So um, these are the vows that consecrated uh, religious men and women take, vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience. But these evangelical councils are not just for nuns and monks. In Amoris Laetitia, the Pope teaches, a married person can experience the highest degree of charity and thus reach the perfection which flows from charity through fidelity to the spirit of the evangelical councils. Such perfection is possible and accessible to every man and woman. So in the monastery, monks are required to drop whatever work they're doing whenever they hear the bell that calls them to prayer. This kind of discipline is also required of parents. This type of obedience is also required of parents whenever their child needs them. Right, instead of a toddler waking him up in the middle of the night, the monk sets his alarm to pray at 3 a.m. Or instead of an infant demanding that his mom stop whatever she's doing at the drop of a hat in order to eat, the nun has bells that go off every few hours that demand she drops what she's working on to go and pray. Pope Francis also teaches in the Morris Letizia, those who have deep spiritual aspirations should not feel that the family detracts from their growth in the life of the spirit, but rather see it as a path which the Lord is using to lead them to the heights of mystical union. Changing diapers at 4 a.m., being kind to your spouse when they're cranky and tired, not yelling at your kid when they've asked to play video games for the 10th time in the last three minutes. These decisions can, these decisions to love can lead to the heights of mystical union. We'll end today with the closing prayer. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Hail, guardian of the Redeemer, spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary. To you, God entrusted his only son. In you, Mary placed her trust. With you, Christ became man. Blessed Joseph, to us too, show yourself a father and guide us in the path of life. Obtain for us grace, mercy, and courage and defend us from every evil. Amen. St. Joseph, terror of demons, pray for us. St. Joseph, protector of the church pray for us. St. Joseph, patron of workers, pray for us.